0: Hi, I am back for the second episode of my podcast. First ever time doing this. My name is Mel. Quick introduction. Um The reason it sounds like shit is because I'm recording on a Bose headset. I'm sorry. Not going to bother buying a microphone because um, I travel too much and it's just won't really fit into my suitcase. Anyways, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today, uh, today we're going to talk about some inspiring stories because who doesn't like a feel-good story? And we're actually going to kick things off right away because why not? And all of these stories are coming from Sunny Skies. I will put the name in the description so you guys can go check them out as well. And the first one is, I'm Doing It, titled, um, Three years ago, Max's husband threw me out of the house with nothing but a duffel bag uh, with a change of clothes and a plane ticket to my home state. He was reasoning... His reasoning was because I was mentally ill and he was tired of trying to fix me. I was homeless for a year before I found a home in a group home for the mentally ill. I spent a, half, a year and a half there before I was moved into a supervised apartment. In November 2018, I moved into my own apartment, enrolled in, a, in GED school, adopted a pet and I got my first job doing volunteer work. I I am disabled today. Sorry for bragging. I just can't believe how far I've come. And I think that's what's really good about the story when I first read it is because it's not all of these about all of the massive steps you take. Sometimes it's literally just about getting your life right and figuring things out on your own and sometimes it takes a big moment to happen in your life, just to see how far you've actually come on your own, and how capable you are of doing things on your own, and what it can do for you, really. Anyways, the next one is called... <sighs> Where are we here? Not gonna work for me today? Is that a thing? Internet? Internet? Throwing snowballs. Whoosh. A snowball zoomed past my head. I bent over a snowdrift and packed one myself to throw it back as quickly as I could. I stood up and took aim. Wham! Another snowball crashed into my skull, sending me tumbling into the snowdrift. I could feel my feet slipping on the ice beneath them, and suddenly I found myself buried buried face first in the wet, heavy snow, it was midwinter's day, and my mom had ordered me and my two brothers outside so she could get a little home she could get a little housework done because we all know that's important. My brothers were seven and five years old, then me, and much bigger as well still i was i still it was who I decided to Oh, I was who decided to start the snowball fight. Sorry about that. I can't read. Um, I hit one of them when they weren't looking, and soon we were all making and throwing snowballs as fast as we could. It was everybody for the, for himself. Little, being little helped me avoid the first dozen or so snowballs that came my way until the one that caught me in the back of the head and sent me sliding into the two feet deep snowdrift. I can relate because I'm short. I'm only 5'2", so that's just a little side note. I felt two hands grasp my shoulders as the older brother lifted me out safely. I laughed as I dusted the snow off. Later, mom called us back inside for lunch for hot chicken soup. The best. I sipped on, I sipped it slowly and then sat near the old wood stove in our living room and let the warm quickly dry my damp socks and jeans. It felt so nice. I couldn't describe the feeling back then, but I know now it was pure happiness. Yeah, those are always the best days, actually, when you just come in from, like, a, a tough day outside of playing and then your mom has lunch ready. Can't relate anymore, but back in those days... Back in my days, only being 23 years old. Jeez. In those innocent days of childhood, there were no regret in the past or worry for the future. Each moment would could be enjoyed just the way God intended. Each day could be filled with la- fun, laughter, and love. I think that we all need to recapture that feeling in our lives. We need to live ch- with childlike joy while keeping our adult wisdom we all, we need to throw a few snowballs, sip a few bowls of soup afterwards, and need to trust in our Heavenly Father's love for us, and share our love with others as well. Life here is too brief not to enjoy its precious moments. Yeah, and that just goes back to, like, being grateful that you do have the proper, say, snow gear, just to go outside and play around and -20 degree weather, 30 degree, 40 degree, whatever. It's just yeah, I I like that story. It makes my day. Let's see. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Where are we? 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 Here. This one's gonna be an emotional one. Finding my father who disappeared 64 years ago. Oof. Prepare yourselves. Let's see. How we doing on time? Seven minutes. Not bad. When my parents separated in 1954... Jeez. I was only two years old and I never saw my father again. My mother and her family kept information about my father and his family a secret from me for over half a century. In 2010, I began my search for my father through Ancestry.com. However, I learned that he died of cancer on August 6, 1999 in a hospital in Dallas when I got uh, Dallas, Texas. When I got my father's death certificate, the medical examiner told me because my father had no relatives around the city, buried him in a body bag, an unmarked grave in an old cemetery. I knew my father served in a World War II, so I decided to work on getting his remains back to my state to be buried in our national cemetery. That's awesome. For over five years, I tried to help... To get help from the government agencies, two governors, the White and the White House, but to no avail. From twenty eleven to twenty seventeen, I kept working on lowering my debt from the from a divorce and increase my credit score to some to s- score so someday I could get a personal loan. In twenty seventeen, I contacted Senator Sherrod Brown. She she wrote, she wrote. Not sure how to say that. He conducted a congressional inquiry and found records even though my father's records were destroyed in a fire in 1973. That certificate of military service service proved my father served 43 months in World War II in the USA. Army Air Force fighting the Nazis. I still did not have the money though. In July of 2018, a bank approved a $10,000 personal loan, so I could have a funeral director apply a funeral director apply for a permit and assume my father. After four months of waiting, I asked Senator Brown to help me again in November. Six days after he contacted Texas officials, a per a permit was granted on July 9, 2019. Clearly, we're not there yet, because this is, uh, <laughs> it's only January 2019. Uh, an airplane will land at the Cleveland Hop- Hopkins International Airport, where I will finally be able to re- reunite with my father and touch his metal casket, and the missing piece of my heart will be restored. Ooh, why am I getting emotional? Ooh... On January 10th, 2019, the Ohio Patriots Guard Riders will escort my father's hearse through my hometown to be buried with honors in our state's National Cemetery, and one day in January, Senator Brown will have an American flag flown over our national capital to honor my father. If you never give up, one day your prayer or dream will become a reality. Uh, that's a r- roller coaster of emotions, but I'm also super happy for this person. Damn I guess if you want it bad enough, you'll find a find a way to it, right? as some people say, if there's a will, there's a way. sometimes people just don't have a big enough of a will to actually make things happen like me. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've been putting this off for way too long. It should have started this many years ago, but we're here now. As I said in the first podcast, better late than never. And uh, yeah, that's just how you, how you gotta be in life sometimes. Okay, where are we here? check the time because I manage everything on my own right now which is kind of nice. I like the freedom to do what I want to do and for right now we're gonna take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hi, we're back and I'm just gonna give you a quick heads up but if you hear a little bit of a buzz or a a little tick or whatever, some sort of sound. It's just somebody messaging me. There's a little something going on right now. And don't mind it. Anyways, we're going to be talking about inspiring people. Now, first half was just some a couple inspiring stories or stories of gratitude. And now we're just going to get into some people that are really inspiring for me. I have a couple people here that I want to talk about. The first one is Nick Vajicic. I have no idea how to say his last name, so I'm just going to spell it out really quickly for you. Uh, It's B U J I C I C. He was born with tetramelina um Malia syndrome a rare disorder characterized by the absence of all four limbs by the way i'm also getting this from pow to pow Tow. i'm gonna also leave this in the description so you guys can go check it out for yourselves because i think it's an amazing website um for yeah, so he has no limbs whatsoever. His videos on you on YouTube have inspired millions and millions of people with the with his with his message to love life and live without limits. He was tormented at, to such an extent that at the age of ten he attempted suicide. After years of feeling feeling alone and worthless, he had an, an epiphany. Epiphany. I don't know how to say the word, but I 'm sure you know what I mean. One day while reading an article, he read about a disabled man who refused to let physical limitations dictate his life. At that moment at that moment, he realizes he had the ability to take control of his life instead of looking at uh, instead of looking at everything he lacked, he decided to look at everything he could have now. A famous author and an international speaker, Nick inspires the world every day to live a life without limits. His message is brilliant, sobering, and electric. Now, I just want to talk about this because I have seen one of his videos and they are amazing. So, he will always like, he will always just like do a little bit of comedy and obviously, he will inspire the kids and adults and whatever. A, to be grateful for what you have, because obviously he doesn't even have any limbs, so how does he get around? He has a special wheelchair and does some certain things different ways than we do, obviously, but that doesn't matter. But there is one video that I really loved from him, and it's just coming back to me now. It's, uh, he was- somebody else was driving, I think, and he was sitting- He w- they were downtown driving, he was sitting in the front of the seat, and obviously when you see- you can't really tell that he doesn't have any limbs in a car seat. And so what he would do is he would like unbuckle himself, I think, and then just do like a three sixty turn. And the looks on the other drivers were amazing. They made my day. I loved it. I couldn't stop laughing. You should check it out for yourself. Just put in his name and uh have a look. I would love if I could meet that guy one day it would be amazing so, so good. Something else that you could kind of see, how like, how he gets ready in a day on YouTube. Honestly, if you want to learn more about him, just type his name in YouTube, and you will see that, because he is amazing, and I love him. So, the next guy, I'm sure you've heard of him. His name is Tim Ferriss. He wrote a book that defined Wealth and freedom, he embodies the ability to learn and master anything. In his recent project, The Tim Ferriss Podcast, he interviewed billionaires, three-star generals, Hollywood producers, and Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. His name is anonymous with creating whatever you want in life, and yes, we've even quoted him in our own Pound PoundToon What's- WhatsApp group. Tim Ferriss inspires me because he shows us how just how he shows us how just about every anything is possible when you have the right focus. Check out his genius project, awesome project that we make sure you listen to at least once a week. That is the book called The Four Hour Work Week. I've heard it, it's the best. You should definitely check it out. Highly recommend. Obviously, it's a best selling and his podcast is really good too I've done heard a little bit about it here and there and yeah I think it is possible like if you really want something so so bad you're gonna find a way and I think the best way to do it is that I've heard this somewhere before is don't have a backup plan because if you have a backup plan that means you can rely on something to fall back onto but if you don't give yourself that option Then you know you have to dedicate 110% of your life to that one thing. And you'll obviously be more dedicated to it than ever. Than as if you would just think, oh, like, if it doesn't work out. Um. Um. Then you can always just take take the high road. But yeah, that's definitely a big one for me. Who do we have next here? Okay, so I've never heard of him before before this Richard Branson. Not sure how anyone runs someone runs 400 plus companies. Even preplexing is how Richard Branson seems to be having the time of his life running them. If you follow interviews, he's been like that from day one when he started it started Virgin Virgin from scratch back in the early '70s, he's been called the definition of success. It's not because he, of his net worth, but because, but because of his happy kid attitude. I'm not inspi- I'm not inspired by rich. Branson's billions. I'm inspired by his joy and what he's. And, oh, and he's launching personal space travel. I think that is very important because. For a guy, for someone to take a pride in what they do is very important. As in, let me let me explain here for a second. To run 400 companies at once is insane. I could never see myself doing it. But Virgin is a very good phone company plan, I must say. I've heard very good things about it. And yes, of course, when you're running 400 plus companies, there's going to be things that slip through. And that is obvious. But, sounds like he's doing a pretty good job if he has 400 companies. On to the next one, let's see. Who else can we find? Oh, let's do a woman. Jessie Cox, Jessica Cox. Born without arms. Ooh. She used her legs and unbelievable spirit of awesomeness to become the first licensed armless pilot Well, that's awesome she also she's also the first armless black belt in the American Taekwondo Association, refusing to let to use prosthetic arms. Jessica drives a car, types the key types on a keyboard, pumps her own gas, and puts on contact lenses. She also scuba dives and has a psychology degree from the University of Arizona. She inspires people across 20 countries by sharing her message of inspiration on stage. Jessica, we love you. And I love her. I'm going to write her name down because maybe one day we get an interview with her. That would be awesome. And that's done. That's awesome. And yes, you may be thinking, why is there always a pause in between one and the other person? It's because I don't want to read too much advance. Because I want it to be as inter- entertaining for me as it is for you. So I try to keep it uh We're going to do two more women. I just found them. You guys both know them. I'm sure you've heard of them before. If you haven't, you're probably living in outer space or underneath a big rock... But her name is Amy Schumer. Nothing gains attention like humor. So why not use your humor to fight a crucial cause? Amy uses her humor to fight rape culture in America. As she points out, the statistics of girls being raped in college is atrocious. Amy made a hilarious parody of Friday Night Lights that mocks the fact Mocks the male culture in America. She's been featured in Time, Salon, Variety, and won Glamorous Trailblazers of the Year. Forgot speeches, protests, and rallies to support... Oh, forget speeches, protests, (laughs) rallies to support your cause, use humor. Yeah, I mean, a little laughter... It definitely helps when you're trying to address a serious cause, because sometimes, having a deep conversation especially... I can go there, I can do it, but, uh, sometimes I prefer just not to, why? Why not write a a humor script about it and throw it out that way? Like Kevin Hart, when his cheating scandal came out, he made it, he used that and put it into his work. That's the kind of thing that should be done. And then, the one, the only, Oprah. Despite how much people view Oprah... How most people view Oprah, she has not led an easy life. She was born into poverty in rural rural, rural Mississippi to a teenage single mother. She was raped at the age of nine because became pregnant uh, f- at fourteen, lost her son well in infancy, but Oprah would make a history in her heroic transformation to eventually become the most powerful woman on earth. She is a multi-billionaire and is guarded as the queen of media. Oprah has done so much in her career, it stays dizzying. But the most inspiring thing she's done is showing you that your circumstances don't dictate your life. Only your desire does. That's powerful. I do not know that about her. I want to see if she's written any books. She's probably written a couple books. I'm going to look into those and see if I can read them. Or listen to them, because I only listen on Audible. And no, this is not a sponsor. It would be nice, though, but no, it's not. <laughs> and, because I love Audible, and all my books are on Audible, hence the reason I travel. And I'm not going to drag 20 million books with me everywhere I go. Um, should we do one more? Should we do one more? Do we have time for one more? Trying to keep them in between, like, 20-25 minutes. How long was the first one? Ah, uh, let's do one more, This is a good one, so... Might as well. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um... I'm kinda looking for a name that I know, but let's just not do that. Let's just like scroll and click on a random one. And... You. Oh, it's another woman, let's do a man this time. Tony Horton. I've never heard of him. But you probably have. Oh, now I know who he is. I thought he looked a little slight familiar. You've seen him on TV and you're most likely heard of his heard of his creation, PX P90X. Which if you've never done it before, side note, it hurts like a SOB. What you haven't heard is how Tony Horton got started, and it's it's very cool and super inspiring. Tony moved to California to become an actor, and most like most, and like most actors, he was struggling, barely able to pay for rent f- or food. He always made sure to go out in the gym and started to learn about health and fitness. Eventually, he got a job as a runner at Twentieth Century to pay the bills. Tony kept on working out, and his boss here. Uh, Harlan Goodman noticed. Harlan said how good he looked and asked if Tony would would train him personally to be more fit. People in the studio went up to Tony and said how Harlan is looking better. Uh, Can you train me as well? Eventually, eventually, Tony became the personal trainer for many Hollywood celebrities, later meeting the CEO of Beachbody. Carl Ty Keller, no idea how to say that, but, uh, sure, where they came up with, uh, with the idea of a fitness training program. Tony is hilarious, a genuine genius, and keep kept pursuing his dream, and when it didn't look like he'd ever achieve it, he would just keep going, and yeah, there was like, uh, a- story I guess on YouTube maybe you can check that out as well man I like this website I'm gonna come back to it this is good anyways on that note I highly suggest you go on this website and read more about all the people that are on here because there's so many more that didn't even touch upon and I'm sure if you would just type in inspiring people you would definitely find more people It's definitely, it's important to find people that you can relate to or people that make you feel good or... And also remember, just going, bouncing back to Oprah Winfrey's story there, you are not the only one. So if you ever get raped or something bad happens to you, don't be afraid to speak out because uh, you're not the only one. Especially not in these days. It's 2019 when I'm recording this. And it's, what is what did I hear just a couple weeks ago? It's one in five women get raped these days. Which, for me, is insane. And scary. And terrifying. Especially when you're traveling to sometimes countries that you don't really know. But, that's why you can, I suggest everybody learn how to self-defense themselves. And on that note, I'm going to wish you guys a great day. Remember, subscribe, leave a review, so I know. Don't say that I need to get a microphone, because I won't. I know that's going to be the first comment. You should probably get a microphone. I can't. I won't. And let me know if you want to hear something specifically talk about, because I would gladly do it. Put it down in the comments, or reviews, or whatever. However this works. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye.